Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1112, air date September 22nd, 2022. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Idure. It is about um, a little bit after um, six, almost 6.30 p.m. Today, we're going to be talking about um, something that goes sort of beyond censorship. And as you can see the title here, it's Beyond Censorship, uh, Government's Unholy Alliance uh, with Big Tech to Blackout News. And what I'm going to be covering today is really looking at the dynamic have government's relationship with big tech is. But what I want to emphasize is that this relationship with big tech um, is really not that similar to government's relationship that's existed with big media for many, many years. If you think about what big tech is, big tech is literally a form of um, atomized media where a lot of people are quote unquote journalists today. In the old model of media, there were essentially a few major publishing houses. And those publishing houses, as I'll share with you, for example, in the 70s and 80s, had essentially a close relationship with the government. And this is not something that's conspiracy theory. In fact, I'm gonna share with you articles from the establishment's own journals, which attest to the fact that the CIA and big media were actually one. In fact, they had CIA people working in the big media and someone literally, um, most people who are in the know and have looked at this carefully, and it's not only me, people, you know, there's a lot of books written on this by major academics and experts. Many of the major so-called, you know, leading US journalist homes are essentially uh, fronts for um, the Central Intelligence Agency of this country. For that matter, many, many, other agencies. So that's already existed, the relationship between government and, and big media. What's been more interesting is that when the, the uh, concept of um, Twitter, when the concept of Facebook, when the concept of these social media companies came, Instagram, etc., if you think about what they really are, if you think about the difference between the New York Times and what Facebook does, well, the New York Times is a publisher, okay? Facebook says that they're a platform and they allow many different people to publish on that platform, all right? So everyone is overnight a journalist. In the New York Times, you have to go through a process, you get paid and you get vetted, quote unquote, and then you're a journalist. On social media, everyone becomes a journalist. So if you're government here and you want to control the masses, you already have a relationship between big media that you've had. So you need to have a relationship between this new medium, big tech, because big tech is essentially a, plat a platform that many people can publish, in, publish, it, uh, publish on. And that relationship was established. It was our movement, our campaign for truth, freedom and health in 2020, which exposed that. It's been recently that Tucker Carlson now talks about it. He knew about everything we had discovered in our historic lawsuit, um, which was really exposing how government 
and big tech are one. We found all the documents. We exposed it in court. We have court testimony better than, you know, finding emails at the White House, which is something recent. We actually have court testimony where we have the social media director of the Massachusetts government acknowledging that they have a VIP portal with big tech. And that was our historic lawsuit, which no major media company covered, except recently. And the people who covered that are themselves from major media. And this is something very, very clever, what those in power do. They don't cover news when it needs to be covered. They wait after the fact. So you actually build trust with these major me media houses and these journalists when they're actually part of the essential deception. So I just want to, again, point that out. You have government. They have had an unholy alliance with big media for many, many years, literally CIA agents working for the government. And then over here is big tech. Well, our lawsuit exposed that government and big tech are essentially in an unholy alliance. Government uses big tech to launder censorship. And government was using big media to perform news blackouts. What I'm here to assert to use now, if we go even way beyond censorship, government actually uses big tech to perform news blackouts. It's very different than censorship. What this means is certain news is completely not even covered. The invention of email being one thing. The mainstream media blacks that out because of the implications of that. What I want to share with you today is a follow-up to the analysis we shared with Putin's speech. Vladimir Putin gave a speech yesterday, which I, in my view is a very, very important speech. But go try to find this speech, except on Kremlin.ru, or maybe a few sites, the actual original version, and it's very, very difficult to find the speech. And I'll share with you, if you attempt to share the speech on Facebook, for example, you're immediately, it's, it's made invisible, literally. All right, so let me, um, so that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Um, as we go into that, to everyone joining, it's the today's talk is beyond censorship, government's unholy alliance, with big tech to blackout news, okay? And as a part of this, what I wanna, what I wanna share with everyone is that, let me just bring this up, is that most of you know that everything we do is part of a larger movement. And that movement is a movement for truth, freedom, and health. And you can, if you go to vashiva.com, you can find all the different things that have motivated this. But you can go to vashiva.com slash join or truthfreedomhealth.com and you will learn that we have created a complete community. We've, we've created a science so you can understand the science of systems to understand this interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. And then you can also recognize that we've also created our own platform, our private platform, so people can communicate. So it's education, it's a community, it's a science, it's many things combined into one. And you can go to truthfreedomandhealth.com to do that. And I'll come back to that. Before I go into that, I wanted to play a quick video for all of you as people are joining on my journey to the science of systems. So you all understand what really motivates me and sort of the approach we take into everything we do um, here at VA Shiva and Truth, Freedom and Health. So let me just play this for you. Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. 
VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program and subsequently at the age of 14 was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical paper-based inner office mail system including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30th, 1982, I was awarded the first US copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory honoring my grandmother to develop your body your system a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food supplements and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state and systems health an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems the science of everything be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. So I encourage all of you to go to truthfreedomhealth.com or vashiva.com slash join. And fundamentally what you will learn before I go into this talk is um, we've created a complete platform where you can actually learn the science of systems. You'll get access to books and papers. You'll get access to a tool called Your Body, Your System, all those things that we just talked about, a community, 
tools. But fundamentally, at Truth Freedom Health, we have over 360,000 users globally, 95 countries. Um, you can become a part of this community. You'll hear great stories of people transforming themselves from going beyond left and right so they don't get bamboozled or stuck in any one of these nonsensical narratives. Um, you'll find out all the major wins that we've had. But the fundamental problem is there's lots and lots of information out there. And you would think people are going to get smarter, brighter, wiser, healthier. The reality is more and more people are anxious and depressed, feel hopeless. People want to overthrow their governments. Two and a half billion people in the world are obese. And all of this is happening because the foundations of power, profit, and control feed people ignorance. So all this information people consume through the lens of ignorance becomes illusion. And that illusion leads to confusion, which leads people to either be in the left or right, either desperate or complacent. And this ignorance is what we're going to talk about today. This ignorance is deliberate. It's a process of censoring news, blacking out news, or feeding you garbage. And the only solution to that that we talk about is you have to um, uh, get to wisdom. And wisdom can only come by learning the science of systems. Those in power learn this, <clears throat> and through this knowledge, are able to manipulate vast numbers of people. But our movement is committed to delivering this knowledge that's typically been only accessible to the elite so you can get wise. And with that wisdom, you can get active, innovative, and organized. Anyway, I hope all of you um, use this opportunity. It's really a gift what we've created, but it's an opportunity for you to raise your consciousness and get out of this left and right. So anyway, today we're gonna talk about, as I mentioned, this dynamic where, where when we hear about the news media, people typically say, oh, the mainstream media sucks or big tech sucks, all right? And that's only a symptom, okay? That's really, you're, you're sort of looking at the front of a magazine cover and you don't really understand the depth of what's going on. Big tech and big media in the United States in particular, are not independent of the government, they're one. Now in countries like, people used to say the Soviet Union and places like China, oh my God, these people are propagandists, they, they censor the news, no one can say it's all state controlled media. In those countries, people actually have, know that they're, they're in state controlled media, okay? But in the United States, and a place like the United Kingdom, but let's focus the United States over the years, what's happened is the media and the government are actually one. Now, if you don't believe this, if you were to say this to people, they would say, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. That's just some fringe nonsense. Well, I'm gonna share with you some documents from the New York Times, in fact, uh, from even the Rolling Stone, You know, just these are all quote unquote left newspapers where they're acknowledging many years ago, this is in fact true. Our lawsuit, our historic lawsuit, which none of that mainstream media covered, including fucker Carl, sorry, Tucker Carlson, who does it now, and CNN, all these people, was the first historic lawsuit that exposed the collusion between government and big tech. That everyone blames big tech, but government and big tech have an unholy alliance. We unearthed all the documents. We showed how in my own lawsuit in Massachusetts, how the government of Massachusetts and, and Twitter, big tech had worked together to silence a United States Senate candidate, but to launder censorship, okay? But the same big media didn't cover it. In fact, when they do cover it, they cover it much later, so they make the news impotent, okay? But let me show you some very important 
data here. And, 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 you know, it doesn't take a lot to unearth stuff, this stuff. You just have to do, uh, you just have to do a little bit of work and you can find it. Okay. So let me go, um, I think over here. Okay. So if we go over here, um, one of the important articles that came out, this is, and you can see the date 1977. Okay. There was a time when I was in college. I mean, when I was in high school, 19, early, late seventies, early eighties, that there were a few good reporters left at the New York times. People had some integrity. They weren't all sellouts and you couldn't um, buy them all out. And this is a very interesting article that was written back in 1977 by some uh, person at the New York times. In fact, um, I'll find out who the author is here. Let's see who the author is. I'll find out. It's a very, very long article. And the article goes into gross detail. Tom, Tom Braden. Okay. Uh, I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Robert Blum. Okay. Now what's interesting about this article, it, it goes into gross detail, very specific detail showing how the United States government built a worldwide propaganda network built by the CIA. Now see this title here. Let me zoom in on it. If you were to put this title, if I were to put this title out that the dickheads, excuse me, that's the best scientific way I can describe Wikipedia. They themselves are one of these front units for elites. If you put worldwide propaganda network built by the CIA, if you were to do this today, you'd be called a quote unquote conspiracy theorist. Okay. And this comes out in the New York Times in 1977, worldwide propaganda network built by the CIA. And this goes into gross detail, step by step, discussing um, all the things that people have talked about, how the CIA literally has agents working in major, major news organizations, news outlets as their correspondents. Okay, it says several form, uh, other former CIA officers said that while the agency was wary telling its American journalists agents what to write, it never hesitated to manipulate the output of its foreign based, quote unquote, assets. Okay, among the, these were a number of English language publications read regularly by American correspondents. So this goes into gross detail talking about how the CIA and various publications actually had um uh, journalists in there. It goes into gross detail. This is how the government would plant journalists in major news organizations to write completely bogus news about what's going on in Cuba or in Vietnam or in other countries to completely manipulate public opinion. Okay. Completely leave out news like Putin's speech. And we'll come back to Putin's speech. But I just want to let you know that this has been something that's been well known about and it's well talked about, except modern. You won't find any New York Times news reporter today writing a story like what I'm sharing with you here. And I'm not going to cover this story, but I just want to make the point to you. There was a time when the news organizations like The New York Times would talk about this and probably got through because uh, you know, there was some level of integrity still. It doesn't exist anymore. But Worldwide Propaganda Network. And again, if you read this article, and I encourage everyone, you can find it. You know, you have to do a little bit of search. You can find it. But this goes into gro gross detail how the, the, the government set up different foundations. Those foundations would control different news organizations. 
And if you read it, CIA government, CIA government, CIA foundations, news organizations. Okay. So that's, this is, so my point, the reason I wanted to share this headline with the New York Times masthead is this is not conspiracy theory. Okay. This is a very interesting organization written by Carl Bernstein, you know, you know, from the Watergate days. And Bernstein wrote this a little bit later and he, and actually this was written around the same time as that 1977 article. In fact, let's look at the dates. December, this was written before. So whoever wrote this forgot to mention that the New York Times itself is involved in this, okay? And if you type in New York Times here, if you search for New York Times, you'll find that it goes into detail. This article, the Rolling Stone article, brings out the fact that the New York Times itself had close to 25 different CIA agents working for them and today still has that, okay? You, you'll, you, you can research this again carefully. I encourage you to do that. And it'll say right here, for example, a senior CIA official who reviewed a portion of the agency's files on journalists for two hours on September 15th said he found documentation of the instances in which the Times had provided cover for CIA employees between 1954 and 1962. In each instance, he said the arrangements were handled by the executives of the New York Times. The documents all contain standard agency language, quote, showing this had been checked out at the highest levels of the New York Times, okay? So the point is that here the Rolling Stones is documenting that the New York Times had CIA agents completely in their payroll, okay? And one of the important things that finds out is a way that the government manipulates the U.S. public is they'll use the CIA to put out news in a foreign journalist source. And that will then, then some idiot at one of these, some young idiot who naively will pick up that news and then report it in the local news. Okay. And, and there's a very interesting article, which goes called the gray zone coming out of the UK which, which, you know, discusses this pattern of manipulation. Leaked doc exposed massive Syria propaganda operation waged by Western government contractors and media. This is during the Syrian uh, conflict. But it goes into detail talking about the habit of the government having correspondence in foreign countries, putting news there, and then U.S. correspondents will pick up that news and then spread it to the masses, Okay. The, re the big takeaway from this is I wanted to share with you the New York Times of Rolling Stones from 1977 to make it absolutely clear that the government and big media are one. You literally have CIA agents working in the government. And I, I, I uh, ask each one of you to go look at the background of fucker, sucker, Tucker Carlson, okay? Because that's what he is. He's the biggest manipulator. You have a lot of people on the right thinking Tucker Carlson, Fox News tells the truth. He was at CNN, he was at NBC, and as I understand, I haven't had a time to verify it, he actually wanted to be part of the CIA. And many people in who've done the analysis say he's part of this nonsense. This is why Tucker Carlson will never tell the truth. We shared with him the entire, our court lawsuit, everything on October 30th, 2020. And we have all the emails to Tucker Carlson. He didn't do that in 2020. He waited nearly three years later and he talks about some guy, Alex Berenson, who was also with the New York Times, by the way. So now they can talk about, oh, yeah, the government and big tech are one. But it's irrelevant after all these people are thrown off social media by big tech during the election, including myself. So you see, 
the, these people are very clever on when they share news. They'll actually share the truth, not when it's useful to share the truth, but when it's absolutely useless. It's almost like old news is worse than fake news, okay? Because you basically make people impotent. They get the news and they go, oh my God, this is horrible. We can't do anything, okay? Yeah, his name is really Fucker Carlson. And I use that term. Some of you who have problems with my language when I'm talking and it comes out with anger need to go inspect yourselves. You know, and I, I just want to take a quick aside on this. If you're angry, you know, the words like fuck and scumbag and things like this are very important words to use appropriately. And you should use them because we don't have the opportunity to be diplomatic. Look, when I speak at uh, the National Science Foundation, I speak at major conferences, you know, you know, I, I will give the sophistication. But on a channel like this, I've worked very hard to be able to have our own platform. Many people say, oh, I'm not going to speak like that until I make it. Well, I've never compromised myself. And so it's really important to understand that don't allow your speech to be contained. Some people say, oh, Dr. Shiva spoke a little more diplomatically. We'd have more followers. We're not interested in getting followers. We're interested in matching the rhetoric with our actual, true, honest emotions. We're not here to be diplomats. And if you, and that's one of the things we want people to understand. This is a bottoms up movement. You come to New Jersey, come to Newark, where I come from, or come to the villages. People are not like all namby pamby bullshit, you know, diplomats. We're not here to be politicians. If you want to be a politician, then go watch Fucker Carlson and go try to watch NPR and try to talk in a nice way with the right microphone and with an accent like that. That's not what we're here to do, okay? But we're not here to curse for just cursing reasons. But when it comes out, you shouldn't go say, oh, you shouldn't say that. Bullshit. The point is you should be very angry. And if you're not, something's wrong with you. If you think you need to speak the language of your oppressor, then you're internally oppressed. And you need to go look at that. The reality is that the United States was created through bloodshed by people who wanted to break away and really have the First Amendment, Second Amendment, the Bill of Rights. Well, just because you got it once doesn't mean it's there. Over the centuries, over hundreds of years, because people have been sitting on there being fat, dumb, and lazy, have wanted to be diplomatic, we're in this condition. So our movement, Truth, Freedom, and Health, is the only force on this planet which has created the science so you can understand the science of systems, so you have a community, you can learn, and you can build a bottoms-up movement, all right? But right now, it was it is our movement which has figured out that government, I'm sharing with you, we didn't figure this out, others have wrote, written on it, government and media are one. Well, at least in China and Soviet Union, people know this, but in the United States, people don't even know this. They're living in la-la land. So government and media are one. Write that down, okay? And they have been together. CIA and uh, works literally at these news organizations. I know it's hard to believe that you live in the land of the free, but you don't. That was true probably at some point before when in the 1920s when people used to fight for their rights. Didn't tell other people what words to use and correct their speech if they cursed or not. We're more focused on the content not on the tone and other things, okay? So that's the first point. The second point we wanna go through is, right now, government and big tech are one. Let me share with you this URL to make this clear. 
So this is a URL that a friend of mine sent to me, Vladimir Putin's full text of the February 21 feast. It's the, one of the few places you can actually find it. Okay? You can actually find it here. Okay? And what you will find here is the entire speech. It's a wonderful speech. I recommend all of you read it. Whether you like Putin or not, Putin actually goes through the entire history of the Soviet Union's 1917 revolution, where he disagreed with Lenin, where he agreed with certain points, where he disagreed with the Stalinist state that was created. He was against that. And he talks about the history of how Russia got split up, the concept of national self-determination, how the people in Russia right now and how Ukraine, the, the portion of Ukraine that was very much against the neo-Nazis, that's why all this started, are now going to vote on a referendum. And if they do and they want to become their own republic, he's saying Putin would support them. And if they wanted to be part of Russia, he'd support them. And then he says, if these people are attacked, this will become an all-out war. And if you look at this speech that was given, actually read it, and compare it to what the New York Times write about. It says, word by word, you know, between the lines of a closer speech. Now, you would think like this was saying a long and heated address. If you click on this, you don't even get to go to Putin's speech, okay? That's not where you get to go. So you can't even, so what you have is a New York Times doing an assessment of Putin's speech, but they don't even give you the primary source anymore. What they are doing is simply saying he wants to blow up the world. He wants to blow up the world. He wants to blow up the world. So Putin's speech is actually blacked out to most of the American public. That's what's quite interesting. OK. Putin's speech is actually um, not even uh, uh, not even allowed to be seen by the American public, because if they read his speech and they read all the garbage that the American media has been blacking out a speech and the conversion, you'll see it's night and day. And so why is this so? What? And if you go look at the previous stuff of government and mainstream media being together from the 70s, 60s, and so on, nine out of 10 times, this was about promoting war or promoting U.S. imperialist interests. So we... You know, exp you know, we didn't never really talked about what was really going on in Vietnam. Ho Chi Minh, for example, during the Vietnam War, it was just bad. He's evil. He's evil. He's evil. The Brit the British are excellent doing this. They did a massive blackout and propaganda campaign during World War One and two, particularly during World War One against Kaiser Wilhelm. And we've done a video on that. But what I want to point out today is in this world of all this information, the government, yes, is able to black out news. And this may be very hard to, oh my God, there's so much social media. And I want to ask everyone, where is the actual ground news out of Ukraine? Where is like actual ground reporters? And the reason we don't get any more reporting anymore is that all the news organizations have consolidated. The four major news organizations, if you look at Viacom, News Corp, um, uh, you know, um, I forget the other two. Um, they all own equity in each other, okay? All the four major news organizations actually own stocks 
in each other, Disney, okay? They actually own equity in each other. So they're a cartel. They all hang out together. All the big tech companies own equity in each other. They're a cartel. And these guys are never going to say anything that goes against their, frankly, their class interests. And so what we have right now is that when this small 0.001% wants to go screw up another country because they ultimately want to amass more wealth, war is a weapon of politics that's used to amass more wealth. Right now, what is going on is that, in my opinion, and I hope I'm wrong, I, I really pray that I'm wrong, is those in power want, they already got the war between Ukraine and Russia going on, but they want an escalation of this war. And in order to escalate this war, they have to make it good versus evil, quote unquote, good and evil. Putin is bad. The United States is good. NATO is good. So they're blacking out, actually blacking out news. The other way the blackout of the news is done, not only by the major big tech and by the major media organizations, but also, you know, all those local newspapers we used to have. Everyone remember that? When I was a kid, I used to deliver the local newspaper. In New Jersey, there were probably about 100, 200 different local newspapers. Well, all those local newspapers are now owned by conglomerates, which also report up to big, big media and big tech. So think about what I'm saying. There's no more local news. There used to be local news reporters with their little pads. They'd come and do interviews. That's all gone. We don't have any more actual reporters on the ground writing news. It's all been consolidated. So as I said here, what they have is they have CIA plants people in foreign countries. They write news there. And then that gets picked up by U.S. media. And then the public has said, oh, yeah, we heard, you know, it is reported. Whenever you hear it is reported, that means the government basically stuck that news in there. This is why we think, you know, uh, this is why our movement, one of the big things we're going to be doing is we're going to be launching. We've already launched it as a beta site, our own bottoms up news organization, independent of big tech, independent of big media. And those of you who want to know more about it, please you know, uh, come to our open house. We have an open house um, every every uh, uh, every Thursdays. We have an open house. Let me take that over to you guys where that is. So if you come today, this evening, in a few short minutes or hours, Thursday at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. EDT, we have our open house. You just simply need to go to vashiva.com slash orientation, vashiva.com slash orientation. Let me put a banner up. So you guys know where that is. You may want to write it down. Come to the orientation. We'll talk more about this. But we are building a bottoms-up movement to make sure that all of you, A, get the science of systems so you can see the world as it is beyond left and right. So you can see through all this nonsense. B, you get access to an incredible community of people, very smart people from all different backgrounds, all different educational backgrounds, men and women, um, all different backgrounds. So you get access to them. You get access to knowledge. You get you get to have a community. But we need real journalism. And you have to understand, you know, though I do stuff here on Facebook and on media, we also have our own platforms. And we've created our own platforms independent of big tech. But we need to literally have bottoms up journalism back. And if you're putting your stuff on Facebook, doesn't mean it's going to get out there. Okay. And as I mentioned, when I shared 
that URL. And I encourage any one of you to just try this experiment. Literally go and try this experiment where you attempt to bring this up if I can find it here, where you literally share this speech. In fact, just try to share this URL on Facebook for by way of example. I haven't tried it anywhere else. And this, if you just simply share this URL, I, um, if you share this URL, Veterans Today, and you can find the article, share that URL, Vladimir Putin full text of his speech, and you put it up there, uh, you will find out that when you post that URL, it'll immediately be taken away, okay? So this is a foreign leader of a major country. His speech is not even shareable on the platform. That's what I mean by it's way beyond censorship. It's actually a blackout. So that's where we're at. So we have, in conclusion, don't have any illusions that the government and media are one in the United States. You see, again, I can't overemphasize, um, one of the great analysis that was done with the Chinese Communist Party is people said, well, they're socialists, they're Marxists. And then someone really found out they're actually state capitalist, okay? What is state capitalism? So imagine all the leaders, the corporate leaders of the Fortune 1000 companies, the United States, the actual CEOs, and here's the government became one. Imagine all the senators of the United States were actually the CEOs of Fortune 1000 companies, and they became this one unit. That is called state capitalism. So it's basically U.S. Inc., the United States Incorporated. That's what we actually have. But the illusion is, oh, those are the corporations over there. Oh, Big Tech's over there. The New York Times over there. And we're the government. We have nothing to do with them. Bullshit. In some ways, the Chinese Communist Party is more honest. Hey, we're screwing you and we are one. In America, we're given this illusion. So that's the first thing. Government, in summary, and mainstream media are one. Number two, government and big tech are one. And the third piece we need to recognize, there is no more local news anymore. The local news organizations are controlled by large conglomerates who work with the government. And we showed that in Arizona with one of these organizations called Arabella, which is essentially a big hedge fund that actually owns many of the small local news organizations. You think you're getting local news, but you're not. So we're at a very critical point in history, particularly in U.S. history. And right now, the United States and NATO wants to start a major war with Russia. They've pushed Russia all the way to the corner. That's where we're at, because they want singular command and control. And the American people right now are being literally blacked out of news and made to be fat, dumb, and happy. That's what's going on. Let me take any questions people have. I'll, I'll look at some. Um, someone said, a, a free press media monopoly is running the Biden residency. Yeah, it's been going on long before uh, Biden, uh, Angela, during Trump, Obama, all of it. In fact, uh, let me make it clear, it was Trump who created CISA. Someone says we're way beyond fucked. Well, 
Um, Willie Dig, just be aware that the movement for truth, freedom, and health exists. And because this movement exists, we have a huge opportunity because we have looked at history. We know what, what it takes to win. And the most important thing is to raise people's consciousness with the science of systems to come to today's orientation. Um, someone says, Amiska, uh, Amika has actually refined my thing, fat, dumb, and drugged. Very true. Um, someone said there's no link. Oh, if you want the link, I'll give you the link, vashiva.com slash orientation. You can RSVP there and just put it up there, okay? Um, let's go to the next question. Diane says they're pushing globalist agenda and Putin is warning us. Uh, someone said Russians have nukes. They do. Um, Demetra says there's too much talk and not enough action. Demetra does Akalopoulos. Well, Demetra, you'll find out that our what we've been doing is everything we do is action, action, action. It was this movement that exposed the government relationship with Twitter. It was this movement that exposed the real issues with election systems integrity. And while all these other guys were making tons and tons of money off of it. So we go do action. So come to the open house. As J.C. Denton says, open house is tonight at 8 p.m. Come, and the link is right below. Yeah. So, Pertemba 40 says, tell it like it is, Dr. Shiva. It's tyranny, fascism. This is very, DJ Swan says, we're screwed if we refuse to act now. And what does that action look like? In closing, again, I recommend everyone go to truthfreedomhealth.com. We've created an entire environment for you for you to become educated, to become truth, freedom, and health warriors. We've made it very affordable and accessible that no one should have any excuse, but we literally have a path forward. It's the only framework to win. And that framework is based on you understanding the science of systems. But most importantly, the key takeaway, if you want to jot this down, is the history of humankind shows that it is one, it is when people built bottoms-up movements. Movements... You look at the scientific movement. The scientific method came out of the period of the Enlightenment where we really figured out the scientific method. That's what major um, advances took place. It's been, whether it was scientific movements, health movements, or political movements, bottoms up. And those movements cannot be top down. So we have understood what we train people on is to understand the dynamics of those movements. So you don't go down a path and get fooled over and over and over again. But as a part of that, what we are doing is we are creating tools so you can learn the science of how to build a movement. You can connect with other people so you don't get desperate and complacent and divided left or right. And then you have tools. So that's what we've done. And that is how we fight this news blackout. But we have to build a new bottoms up, you know, truly news organization. And our warrior scholars are committed to doing that. So anyway, I will see all of you again at 8 p.m. today if you're interested. Join us. It's an orientation. We have people from all over the world. You will get out of any feelings of desperation you have, depression you have. We have a very clear laser-focused way of what needs to get done. Um, otherwise, you are going to feel isolated. You're going to feel depressed, and you're going to feel like there's no way out. There is a very clear way out, and there is a 
a winning formula for us. It, it will take work. It will take some, you know, you being studious, you being active and you uh, wanting to connect. But I welcome all of you uh, tonight at 8 p.m. Thursday. Please join us. Be well, be the light. Thank you.